are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by IDE Computers. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey everyone, you're listening to Nerd Overload. Happy Pi Day, folks. So uh, go ahead and figure out the circumference of your favorite round object while we tell you the best that pop and geek culture has to offer. I'm Sam Dunham. I'm Josh Harrison. I'm Samantha Cross. And I'm Cody Pinnock. Again, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we have a bunch of news topics here, but before we uh, jump into those, we're going to go ahead and hit some of the stuff we've been checking out. Okay, well, I have been watching the new Netflix show, The Unbreakable um, Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, I've heard about it's this. Tina Fey's new show. It is really, really good. Ellie Kemper stars in it. Yep. That cute little redheaded from The Office played, oh, what's her name? Erin. Erin. Mm. She's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's kind of almost the same character, but mm. not really. More depth, because nobody in The Office had depth. I guess I can tell you what's about. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it's like this girl gets, uh, was it 15 years she got? I want to say Token because that's what it used to be called. Yeah, that was the original <laughs> name of the show was Token. Oh, really? They changed yeah. it. Oh, actually made a joke about it in the last episode we watched. Like, who says Token? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's basically got uh, tricked by like a reverend, but I can't think of the word. Cult leader reverend Kinda guy. Kind of like the, that one group. Oh. I know. <sighs> A cult, really a, cult, a cult group. A cult group. It was the cult, the, the guy that, that thought he knew when the world was going to end. No. 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 Either way, they're a cult guy. <laughs> yeah, basically, they tell him the world's going to end and it keeps him in a bunker for 15 years. So, like, since 98. So, that's like the last, you know, like, pop culture and stuff that she has. So, it's kind of like Blast from the Past? Kind of, but she decides to move to. Well, she gets. They're going to Today Show. And she decides to stay in New York. Okay. (laughs) Because back in Dernsville, Indiana, she'll always be the victim. She doesn't want to be. What'd they name them? uh, Like the mole women or something? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm not sold on that name. (laughs) But it's seriously one of the most diverse casts I think I've ever seen in a TV show. Really? Now, this is just a Netflix thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) Gotta love that Netflix. Second season. Excellent. But I'm trying to think what else to say about it. It's just really, really like female positive and good. Always a good thing. Yes. The theme song is really catchy. Oh my god! (laughs) Have you heard the theme song at least? No. You should listen to it. It's really, really short, but it's like a weird mashup of a scene from the beginning of the show. Kind of like a who was the Hydra Kids Hydra Wife guy? Andrew Dodson. Andrew Dodson. There we go. It's like that kind of thing. It's like they made their own kind of like. Andrew Dawson oh, cool. type of thing. Oh, right on. Yeah, cool. like the you know auto tune the news. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. like that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I gotta I gotta you check have that out. To. It's really good. It like runs through my head all day. <laughs> yeah, if you have Netflix, you have no excuse not to watch oh, this God. show. Is and this... if you if you like Thirty Rock, it's right up oh, that yeah. alley. Oh, cool. Very cool. Oh, and there's so many like really really good cameos. I'm not gonna spoil any of them. But... Okay, don't. Yeah. They're really, I plan plan on watching it, actually. Seriously. Yeah. It's seriously probably one of the best shows I've seen in a while. Take your house of cards and put it in the garbage. Yes. And watch the show. (laughs) I like house of cards. I've never watched it. I don't know. I'm just... The characters are so good. 
and ridiculous and goofy and off the wall at the same time. Oh, that's so good. good. That's good. So it's like 30 Rock, you know, because they those characters were pretty deep at times, but... Yeah. On the surface, yeah. just goofy. Just goofy, yeah. I saw Jane Kaczmarek is in this one as well. Oh, yeah. And pretty I'm much sure the she's... same character, rich wife, but... Yeah. Still, she's hilarious at doing Oh, that. sure. Oh, no, you know, you I can't play to your really strengths, you know? Else. Yeah. Yeah. Her last name is Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. yeah, there's a bunch of silly names, oh, cool. of course. What's what's her daughter, her stepdaughter's oh, name? Xanthropy? Xanthippy or something. Xanthippy? Yeah, Xanthippy. Xanthippy Lannister Voorhees. Wow. Lannister. Lannister. Well, wow. Well, they always pay their debts. <laughs> I guess I go next. Uh, I saw Chappie over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. how was that? I really liked it. I mean, it's like, it's a lot like uh, District 9. Sure. It, it, I mean, there are a lot of the, like very similar themes going on, uh, except it's robots instead of aliens. It's in South Africa again. and I mean, it's just really good, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of like a rated R short circuit a little bit. <laughs> That's cool. But instead of like, you know, Johnny Five or uh, Chappie being with his creator the, almost the entire time and learning from him, mm -hmm. he's with a street gang. <laughs> pretty much the entire time okay yeah that, that sounds good uh and so he's he's learning from them and but at the same time he's getting conflicted because he's got his creator coming in going you know i don't want you to do i don't want you to do crimes you need to make a promise to me and you can't break a promise that you won't do crimes i chap in no crimes <laughs> and like the entire time in like his his daddy which uh, in the in, in the uh in the in the film a rap group. It's an actual rap group. Uh, uh, Diane Wood, right? Yes, Diane Wood, yes, are yeah. the main characters. Mm. At least the two main people, anyway. Right, right, right. Uh, Ninja and Yolandi. Uh, they're pretty much his mommy-daddy. And she, his mommy's really nice and trying to make him, uh, trying to, you know, actually teach him and stuff. And then you got Ninja, who's just trying to use him for his own gains and manipulating him. Right, right. And so every time he tries to get it, and he's like, is that the crime? Chappie, no crimes. Ch Chappie, make a promise. Yeah. It's, it, Chappie's played by the same guy who played um, Wickus in uh, District 9. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Oh, don't see he's, it. Yeah, I never he, thought. He was, uh, he was Murdoch in... Um, Gorillas. No. No. <laughs> in uh, in uh, uh, the A-Team remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be in that Powers show that's on um, Sony. Oh, okay. The Sony Network, yeah. whatever it's called. Play um, it's just PlayStation, just PlayStation I think. PlayStation you can thing, just yeah. watch it on PlayStation. Oh, okay. He's like Blomkamp's... Um, Best friend, actually. Like, you can compare him to Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Kind of. They put... They put yeah. him in all of his movies. Basically. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in every single one of his films, and they're like best friends in high school and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, growing yeah, up yeah. together. And yeah. I mean, it's really good. I really like it. I'm actually... I kind of want to see it again. Oh, cool. Cool. Uh, it's just a really good film, and but it's, you know, if... If you're against a lot of swearing and terrible things, then you probably shouldn't see it because there's a lot of that. I wonder why it's been reviewing so bad because I think it looks good and I want to see it, but the Rotten Tomatoes score makes me leery. I, I don't know. I mean, I've been, did a lot of reading of like backstory stuff and like the Diane Wood people. They really, uh, I mean, they made behind the scenes really hard for a lot of people, I guess. I actually heard about that. I was going to say, um, um, Sigourney Weaver was being interviewed on, I think it was The Daily Show or something. Yeah. And there was a really weird edit during her interview when um, they asked about, um, John Stewart asked her about the Diane Wood people. And she goes, she said something like, 
oh, they're really special, like that kind of, <laughs> like a real sarcastic kind of thing. And then there was like a weird like camera change, like a whole weird jarring edit where something was cut out of the interview. Yeah. Something um, was totally chopped. The script had to be changed because uh, uh, Hugh Jackman was flying in for, to shoot his roles and he was supposed to interact with Ninja more, mm-hmm. but I guess he thinks he's a total tool and refused to work with him. Wow. Oh, yeah. They were like, uh, they wouldn't eat with the other crew and cast and stuff. They made all kinds of like crazy demands. Just a lot of st- They basically were really deviating it up. Yeah. <laughs> And it made a lot of people like uh, the guy who plays Hippo, the main like big crime boss guy in the film. You don't see a lot of, but he's kind of like the looming dark figure for the little street gang people. Is he like a king? Kind of like a king hippo. (laughs) (laughs) One punch out reference. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he is he's kind of like the he's kind of like the big big crime boss of the area. The guy who played him, he hated working with them too. He, they just absolutely couldn't stand him. Mm. Just like was, because like I guess like Ninja was like telling everybody like their cues and stuff, and like telling them how to act and stuff. And he's just huh. made it really hard for people. Made wow. it maybe ended up in blackballed reviews or something. I don't know. Maybe I, who knows? I don't know. But he, uh, but uh, I like I said, I really enjoyed the movie. It was a lot of. I just I really liked it. It was good. And sometimes it's, it gets really deep toward the end. Mm. Like it's like, like it makes you kind of question a lot of things. Some, some sure. Isaac Asimov stuff. Oh, in oh there, yeah. 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 That sounds good then. Yeah, well, I want to yeah, see it. Yeah, well, that's, that's the whole thing with Blomkamp's things, though, between uh, Elysium and District 9. and I heard Elysium yeah. wasn't that good. I never actually well, saw it. Uh, Elysium wasn't very good, but that has really not a whole lot to do with the directing. It was... Very thinly veiled. From what I understand, it was a very thinly veiled um, allegory for uh, um, Latinos coming into America. Mm. That's what it was all about. Matt Damon should Matt Damon's part should have been. It was whitewashed by the oh, studio. Okay. It should have been played by someone of color. Okay, and that's kind of where a lot of the <laughs> problems came from. Way to go, Hollywood! All right, number one. Well. I just have a couple couple things here real quick. I've been listening to a new podcast because I'm always listening to new podcasts. This one is called uh, Cruising Together. Okay. What is that? Okay. So it's two <laughs> comic artists, uh, Chris Giarusso, um, who uh, did a lot of the, um, uh, he does uh, an independent comic called G-Man. He does a lot of the uh, uh, mini Marvels, the little cartoony looking kids. I okay. have a couple of sketches from him from cons years ago. It's the only con sketches I actually have paid m- good money for. Him and another artist, Greg Schlegel, who probably wouldn't recognize his name, but if you're a comic collector of Marvel, a Marvel comic collector in 1994, I guarantee you have some of his art because he did all of the art for the Spider-Man Fast Lane anti-marijuana insert comics (laughs) that ran in every Marvel comic in the year 1994. I guarantee you have at least one in your collection. Uh, They do a podcast where they, um, in theory... Uh, talk about Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> Every episode, is an, it, they talk about a different Tom Cruise movies. Right now, they're up to all the right moves. And, you know, it, they say it's about Tom Cruise movies. It's not really. It's just a springboard for them to just goof off and, and, and say stupid stuff. And it's it's light. It's fun. There's nothing, there's nothing deep about it. They don't really talk about the movies. They have a guest on every week. 
It's funny. It's good. I I kind of like it. But yeah, cruising cruising together. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. And uh, another thing, real quick. Uh, this just came out today. Um, did you guys see that thing on Mike on uh, FunnyOrDie.com? Uh, Michael Bolton went through and they uh, put him into Office Space as no. the Michael Bolton oh. character. <laughs> they basically just C- uh, CGI'd his head onto the Michael Bolton the character's <laughs> body, and he just speaks the lines. <laughs> And uh, the the ones the one line they change is instead of saying uh, untalented ass clown, he goes he looks right at the camera, and goes incredibly talented ass clown, <laughs> <laughs> and then just keeps going. And and they do the whole thing with the uh, um, him breaking the the printer at the end. Oh, nice. okay, okay. It's, it's really good. It's really funny. You know, I like I like it when celebrities get it and they make jokes. Yeah. And I tell you what, I've I've never been a fan of Michael Bolton. But between this and have you guys heard the um oh, the, the the Lonely Island yeah, yeah the, the the Pirates of the Caribbean song yes, yes. have you heard that have I seen, have I have yeah. oh man music video is great for it too. they start to sit, like try to sing like a like a, like a party theme and he keeps mm-hmm. talking about the, the Pirates yes. of the Caribbean movies <laughs> and eventually in the music video he's, he ends up dressed up like Jack Sparrow <laughs> and then Forrest Gump yeah <laughs> and they're like what how does that make sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's it is a good one. That yeah, is a good it's one. It's a Scarface. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. I have been watching a lot of Steven Universe. I, we talk about watching children's cartoons a lot on this show. We do, but that's okay. But yeah, but that's cool. Well, we're that's animation cool. people. Yeah. We're like in a golden age of animation, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. The cartoons on now are way better than anything that we had as kids. I, I mean, we had some great shows, but we didn't have anything with this level of writing in it. Okay, I can. I, I, okay, I can see that This Adventure Time and Gravity Falls, like we didn't have anything that was this good. A lot of time they are getting deeper. They are getting a lot deeper. Yeah, they don't have to sneak in the intelligent stuff quite as much as they used to because Powerpuff Girls and like Dexter's Lab and stuff. Mm-hmm. They they were intelligent if you were looking looking for it, yeah. but they had to really kind of sneak it in because they still kind of thought. You know, cartoons are there for little baby children. Yeah, kids are stupid. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but Steven Universe and Gravity Falls and Adventure Time respect uh, their audience a lot more than anything that we had. But anyway, Steven Universe has been really killer lately. They've been really fleshing out these characters to a really deep degree, more than you'd see on an average kid's show. Actually, all this week, there's a new episode every day of the week. Really? What? They're calling it Steven Bomb. Oh. <laughs> but wow. so far, the ones they've had out were really, really good. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd recommend you watch it if you dig cartoons. I mean, I have I was really hardcore into it when it first came out, and I watched like the first 10 or 15 or so. And then for some reason, I just kind of, I think I forgot, and then I just kind of fell off of it, and I was like, I won't catch up. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. I know, it. I know, I know. <laughs> Even though they keep saying that March 30th is when uh, Sky, our Star versus the Forces of Evil is supposed to be its premiere. But somehow two episodes have already sneaked out. Yeah. What? Yeah, that, well, it was supposed to premiere on... It was Disney Channel bought the show. Yeah. And then the first episode played on Disney XD for which some is, reason. Which, which is their more adult aimed toward, like, cartoon. Like, that's where well, Star Wars well, Rebels goes. XD's and that's where... for the, is their voice channel. Yeah. Yeah. But, which is really funny because... Star is a female-led show. It's so good. It is. It's really good. Yeah, I know you've been telling me about that one. Yeah. you got you both have, and I and I need to actually sit down and watch. I it. can't help it. It's so good. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, watch more cartoons. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There Support you go. animators. If you, take, if yeah. you take one thing away from this episode, watch more cartoons. Don't grow up. 
Don't grow ahead. Don't yeah, ever don't grow ahead. up yeah. ever. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and get in some news here. Um, let's start with an easy one. Um, there's a rumor that Chris Pine is going to be Green Lantern in the Justice League and Batman versus Superman colon Dawn of Justice colon the movie. Colon money sink. Colon, no, no, they're not gritty. Colon. They're not gritty. They're um, edgier. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, that's what they said. That's the worst <laughs> word. Whenever somebody says something is edgier, it just means it's terrible. Yeah, pretty <laughs> it's much. It's been made terrible. Yeah. Pretty much. But anyways, um, what do you guys think of this? Now, by the time this movie gets done, and if he is, in fact, Green Lantern, and they make a, they'll make a sol- uh, solo movie of it, it'll be nine years since the Ryan Reynolds one. Do you think that's long enough between the two? I think they could do to it kind now. of wash the... The, the yeah, bad taste out of our mouths? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, are they going to gritty up the Green Lantern, too? Is he going to be like the olive lantern <laughs> or like the, the slightly greenish gray lantern or something like that? They should just, you know, just screw it and just shoot the movies in black and white. Cause that's <laughs> almost, or, or Graham Brown, because that's pretty much the way they're going. That's pretty much the way they're going, yeah. They're just going to call him the Lantern. Yeah. Even that's... though that ruins the entire, you know, canon yeah. of Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the character would, he would stand out like a sore thumb because his powers are all, you know, light-based. Neon, like bright green. <laughs> yeah. How, how would they do that standing next to, you know, super you know, muted Superman and gray and black Batman and Aquaman with his stupid neck tattoo. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and Xena uh, warrior princess. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Honestly, much. you know, they keep saying this, is it going to be a justice league movie? I bet it is. It's pretty much a justice, league, a movie. justice league movie. It's a justice league movie centered around Batman, and Superman fighting each other. Which is which is a dumb conceit, anyways. Why are they fighting each other? Why yeah. can't they fight the bad guy? Isn't that what superheroes do? Well, fight the bad guy? Why can't well, they just be friends? <laughs> super friends at that. Yeah, I I like chummy buddy Batman Superman. Like, yeah, yeah, that, but that's not gritty. That's yeah. not edgy. That's not dark. That's not what the audiences want. Even though it, that's there what is, the audience is. Quantifiable evidence that yes, that is exactly what the audience <laughs> wants. I like Chris Pine. I dug him as Kirk and stuff like that, and I didn't watch Into the Woods, so I don't really have that experience. He was pretty good in it. I think he'd play a, a good Hal Jordan. I think because I, th- I think he can be a, a you know cocky space pilot. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be a better else. a better Hal Jordan than Ryan Reynolds was. Yeah, yeah. Nothing against Ryan Reynolds. I really like Ryan Reynolds, but he was not Hal Jordan. Now, what do you think about them not taking this opportunity to diversify their cast? Because this is yet another. Uh, uh, White 20, guy, a 20, yeah, 20 to forty-five-year-old white guy when it, in a role when, when it could, could be John Stewart. When, if they could, if 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 they could alter any of the core Justice League members to being a, a person of color or diversify the cast, Green Lantern's it because there's one right there. They didn't, they did it in the cartoon, yeah, yeah, and no one threw a stink other than you know the normal amount of people. That other than it was, <laughs> why isn't it Hal Jordan? He, pretty people. much, pretty much. But I don't know, I why. Now they have cast a cyborg for this. So yes, there is, they, there be, is you know, the, one person of color. Yes, <laughs> one token. Per- good job. I, you said it. I'm glad you good said job, it. Good job, Warner, I was Warner Brothers. It. You got a token black guy in your movie. Yeah, but they could have. Though, if you want to get technical, uh, Gal Gadot is technically a person of color. Oh, she's yeah, she is a, yeah. Israeli. Yeah. Yeah. Playing a Greek goddess. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you don't, if you don't know that, what she looked like, just a. Long-legged. She, yeah, very long. She's 
good looking. <laughs> she is, but I feel she's not Wonder Woman. She's not. She's not muscular enough. I yeah, that's think. that's that's my biggest thing. You yeah, know, she's pretty, and I I do kind of dig the the Xena Warrior Princess look. Just I wanted more color. Yeah, I think she's beautiful and she's fine. <laughs> and okay. I don't think you should judge her on her looks. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, she, as a warrior, I would think you're being more warrior looking. She looks fine. Actually, the oh, have you first seen? female uh, ninja warrior winner looks about like Gal exactly. Gadot. Oh, really? Like yeah. Same proportions. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, I, except I think Gal Gadot is a lot taller. Mm. That girl is really short. I don't know. I don't know how tall that. Either way. But you don't have don't to be. Don't body. I'm not hating <laughs> on her body. I don't know. I mean, it would have been interesting to see John Stewart or any of the other, you know, Green Lanterns from Earth. Yeah. Or you know, an alien Green Lantern. You know. Yeah, let's have an alien about... guy. Yeah. 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 It's an Astro, but Kilowog. But Kilowog. You know, anyone like that. So I guess Tim Burton is doing a live-action Dumbo flick. Yeah, speaking what? of bad decisions. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, and this isn't a rumor. This is confirmed. He is, this is happening. Live-action Dumbo, hashtag confirmed, <laughs> where everyone's going to be pale and oddly proportioned. I'm assuming the elephants are going to be CG. My question is, where is Johnny Depp going to fit in? He know. is going to be Dumbo. <laughs> or the no, mouse. No, no, or... no, no, no. You know who's going to be Dumbo? Andy Serkis. <laughs> Perfect. I want it. Oh, perfect. G- give them all the Oscars because he he doesn't get one even also, though he should. Also, his last name is Circus. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I was laughing at. Okay. Over yeah. my head. Over yeah. my head. Yep. Happens when you're four feet tall. Yep. I just hope that if they use live a uh, real elephant, they have a huge mascara uh, budget. Because <laughs> I tell you, that's going to take a lot. Oh, I don't know. I bet you could do a killer, you know, drunk... Oh, oh, yeah, the pink elephant. Oh, yeah, the pink yeah, elephant's yeah. on parade. Oh, oh yeah. That, that freaked me out. As a oh, kid. I know. That is kind of a yeah. terrifying Ooh, part of the movie. That seriously scared me. Okay, so there's going to be a good 15 <laughs> minutes in the middle of a, of a two-hour crap fest, okay? Yeah, yeah. it would be like the, the Willy Wonka tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which wasn't in the Tim Burton version of the movie. you think it would have been. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he'll cut this out, too. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> But no, uh, maybe Johnny Depp will play like the mouse, like sitting in his hat. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say his left ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Johnny Depp stretched out, face CG over an elephant ear. It's gonna, it's gonna be all three of the racist crows. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, I forgot uh, about. Those. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was racist Tonto, so why not be some racist crows? Oh jeez. He played okay. a Native American with a dead crow on his head, so why not play some crows in Dumbo? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Big Eyes was such a good movie, and I thought maybe Tim Burton was going to turn it around and start making good movies again, but this does but not sound not. that well, way. Well, you know what? This might be the last the last, refuges, uh, last uh, refuge of like pre-Big Eyes like contractual agreements that he has to fulfill, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah, like that refuse. might be it. Yeah. yeah, more more like that, yeah. So Andy Circus Dumba. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. Anyway, so in other news, Marvel Studios might be skipping Comic-Con, according to James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Someone tweeted at him or Facebooked him or something about, you know, what he's going to show for Guardian Soon. He said, uh, or asked if he was going to be at the con. He said, I don't know. Marvel's not like that. That's weird. 
And actually, um, when they came back and said, well, he's, you know, someone said, asked, oh, he's probably just joking. He retweeted and said, I never kid to my fans. I never lie to my fans about <laughs> stuff like that. So, so this is pretty much it. That's kind of a big jump. It's kind of a risky move, to be honest. Yeah. I would love to see the Comic-Con be more about the comics. I'd like to see that happen more than anyone, you know, because it's re- in the past, you know, 10 years or so, it's really gotten away from... It's been the comics. It, it's, become, it's pretty much just a just a showcase of movies coming out, and here's all this the, stuff. The San Diego media convention is what it's turned yeah. into. Yeah, and I'd like to see it come go back to the comics, but I don't know if them skipping out means that DC's DC Entertainment and Warner's going to have the main stage and have like undivided attention, and they could announce whatever they want and have almost no opposition for it. They would almost guarantee to blow out. And and win, and I'm using this in quotes that you can't see. Yeah. Win yeah. the con. I I love that when people talk about that you can win a convention because it's the yeah. same way with E3, the video game ones. There's always this somebody who won every year. It's, it's like no, yeah, like, nobody won. Just some people had more announcements or more better announcements than others. You don't win, right? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's kind of weird because Marvel's always had such a huge presence, yeah. and they've always had like. You know, a lot of big stars showing up and all these panels, and they make all these like crazy surprise announcements that always blows people's minds. And then again, they just did that. They just they announced did. eight movies, like just on a whim. Yeah, but then but DC turned around and did almost the same thing. Well, because DC felt panicked. Well, true. <laughs> they, they panicked. Is... Like, oh, let's do. <laughs> Don't forget about us. We're here too. Stupid but, uh, DC. And I mean, and I mean, again, this is just Marvel Studios. The the announcement isn't that it. All of Marvel's not going to show up. Oh, if, okay, if that's of, different. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just Marvel Studios. That's why I okay. said I, I like to see the con go back to the more about comics. And stuff. Well, yeah, this now is if, true. Now, if Marvel pulled completely out, that would almost guarantee that Marvel's going to try to throw would try to throw their own convention, or because Image does an expo every year. Image Comics does, mm-hmm. and they announce all their new books on their own in one big deal. Yeah, and I can see comic companies eventually moving towards that as they're getting slowly pushed out of convent like comic conventions. That's yeah. Sad. It is because of the fact it that is. when the comic convention is no longer about comics, well, but Comic movies. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, look at look at Wizard World. Oh, yeah. I know there's I like mean, two booths of comics, and everything else is vendors. And I mean, even with creators, the first uh, Comic Con I uh, back when it was Mid Ohio Con before Wizard World stepped in, it was all creators. That's where I met Peter David. It's where I met Tom DeFalco. I met a lot of like big name comic creators. Now. You know, you get maybe one or two that are there for one day, like James Obar or Rob Liefeld. Yeah. And that's that's it. And they're more – they haven't done really anything huge and major in years. They're more of a media personality than they are a comic personality at this point. Yeah. And then, you and then you know, the enti- and they're, like, relegated to, like, two booths, like, sh- shuffled somewhere within mm-hmm. the artist alley, whereas you have the entire back section of the con for, you know – all your, you know, your Bruce Campbells and your J- Jason David Franks and your Lou Ferrignos <laughs> and and everyone else. And it's just kind of a sad trend that, you know, the comics are being pushed out of the comic convention. It's yeah, kind of a shame. The, the stuff that kind of started it all yeah. is now, you know pushed to the back. Yeah. Literally. It, you know, it's like it's like yeah. it's like it's like those 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 photo events I've seen where you have the entire cast of Game of Thrones sitting there and everyone taking their pictures and George R. R. Martin is just kinda of off to the side. Yeah, I mean, he's there. <laughs> yeah, but he's not. He's almost not in the frame. Well, you know, you're 
if you talked to Martin, you'd be almost afraid that you'd say something wrong and he'd kill your favorite character. This is true. <laughs> this is this is true. <laughs> but I'd almost wanted to do that just so he could finish the books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. All right. And uh, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break here, and we'll be back after a little bit of music. Stick around. This show has been made possible by the support of businesses like IDE Computers, PC Sales, Service, and more. Delaware Avenue, Marion. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free, you can't take the sky from me. Take me out, to the black, tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and boil the sea, you can't take the sky from me. We're back. That was The Ballad of Serenity by Sonny Rhodes, the theme song for the show Firefly that ran on Fox. And yeah. Read, r- written by, uh, created by Joss Whedon, and it was it was so good. It was a great show. It was really a good show. Uh, what did it run? Only like 14 episodes or something like that? Something like that. It was, and it's been like one of the biggest blights in the nerddom of how much it got killed. Yeah. And how everyone loves it. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely ahead of its time. Oh, yeah, it was great. And, you know, which is crazy, the fact that Buffy ran for seven seasons and Angel ran for five, though there only four, only like four of them were good. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of tired of shows that are just so good and I love watching them and then they get killed prematurely. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that actually kind of leads into a discussion I want to get, have with you guys. Um, just kind of shooting shooting around the table here talking about some shows that uh, may have been, like, you know, canceled before their time, you know? Firefly. Well, like, <laughs> yes, like Firefly. <laughs> yes. 
perfect example, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know what? Um, a couple years ago, there was a show called Pushing Daisies. Do you guys remember that? I love oh, that yeah, show. I remember that. that was a really good show. And it lasted, what, like two and a half seasons? I maybe? think so. It was uh, around the time of the writer's strike, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, that's that, kind of what killed yeah, it. Yeah, that's where the uh, like the guy can bring back the dead by touching them, right? And yeah. the second touch killed him off permanently. Yeah. So like, but he like, there's like this girl he's like in love with, but he brought her back, but they, he can't touch her. Yeah, and they like do, and they like like each other a lot, but they do this thing where they hug themselves when they yeah. want to hug each other. And the it's whole, so sad. And the whole thing was narrated like it was a uh, like a fairy tale almost. Oh, yeah, kind of. I mean. I, I've only seen like a couple episodes of it, and I I really did dig it. Was it. Really good. Yeah, it was a really good. It was very good Tim Burton y. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was done by um, one of the head writers for the first seasons of Heroes, which is why Heroes the first season was great. Good. And that's a show that maybe went too long. It's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. It should have been canceled, and it went too long. <laughs> yeah, there's like what four seasons of Heroes. Four seasons, about one and a half good ones. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was that many. Oh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. The first like, season was great. Second season was chopped in half because of the writer's strike. Half the writers didn't come back for the third season. It was terrible. And the fourth season was starting to get good, and then it ended. That's kind of <laughs> how Angel went, too. Like, yeah. the, fir- like the first three seasons were kind of good. Fourth season is actually like, terrible. The fifth season tried to kind of bring it back, but then not really. Yeah. I mean, like heroes, they were starting to get good again. They had um, um, a four season introduced like a a circus full of like of metahumans with, of metahumans, and they were ro- roaming around the country doing crimes and stuff. And Ray Park was a knife juggler with super speed, and that is pretty great. <laughs> of course, now Heroes Reborn is coming back as like a like a mini series. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right, uh, enough about Heroes. Uh, some of the other shows that I kind of I kind of just kind of wrote down. Um, you guys remember Freaks and Geeks? Uh, yes. I've always wanted to watch that, but I've never gotten around to I've it. I've watched a couple episodes. It's got a very it's... young Seth Rogen and James Franco in it. It has a very young, a lot of actors. I know, right? Like, uh, what's her name? She was she was Velma in the uh, um, the uh, Scooby Doo movies, Scooby-Doo, live action Scooby Doo movies. Um, She's Wendy on Gravity Falls. Oh, I know her name. Oh. oh. Gee, if only we had some sort of internet box that could tell us exactly what the names of these people are. But I shouldn't need it. It's right on the tip of my tongue, and it's well, killing you, me. You, look at, you think of it while I look it up. And we'll we'll see, see who gets, gets it first. We'll see who gets there first, yeah. It's an event she where it's the- a race of knowledge. <laughs> Who's going to win? Go to your home. Okay. Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the show had, um, you know, it had... Seth Rogen, James Franco, like we said. Um, the little uh, brother. Lizzie Phillips, yeah. who's uh, uh, an actress on um, yeah. Cougar Town. Yeah. <laughs> um, the little brother uh, of the main character, he was, um, he played Sweets on Bones. The, yes. The, the FBI uh, yeah, you're uh, right. psychologist. You're right. Joel you're right. Hodgson was in an episode. So was Trace Bellew. And Ben Stiller. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Of... Ben Stiller was like a presidential bodyguard or whatever. Yeah. I think it'd be quicker to say who wasn't in it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of uh, um, uh, Trace Bellew and uh, Joel Hodgson, I actually think Mystery Science Theaters was canceled before its time, despite it being on air for like 10 years. It could go forever. There's an endless amount of movies See, here, that make fun of. Here's my argument. If, it, if the show started five years later, when it was hitting its sweet spot, it would have been the uh, onset of the internet 
And I think that, you know, that's when, you know, internet clips and YouTube clips and stuff really started hitting. And I think that that would have powered it to continue. And it would still be on today. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be on a major network, but it would still be running today. It'd probably be through like their fifth or sixth host by now. But yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's how the show works. It yeah, was proven to work that way to switch out hosts and it's yeah, fine. Ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think it was definitely canceled before it's time. Yeah. For sure. Uh, almost human. Almost, oh my God, almost human. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's a really recent one. Yeah. And I mean, that was, I really, really, I was really that. into it too. And yeah. they left it on a horrible cliffhanger. And was, I mean, it's just, it was a mix of a whole bunch of different, it was like every, you know, future cop movie you can think of. And there were so many Blade Runner references. There were Blade Runner references. There was uh, one that was basically um, uh, Die Hard. Yeah, there was a Die Hard episode essentially where you know they um, hijacked an office the, building. Criminals and... hijacked the office building to distract the the robot cops from the uh, bank that was being burgled next door. Yeah, by the other half of their yeah, crew. Yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, a lot Carl, of Carl Carl Urban was uh, like sneaking around inside the office building like he was like John McClane. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, and there was um uh there were ties to like iRobot and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I mean, it was it was really great and like. The opening was cheesy as cheesy as all get out because it was just stupid, but it was just really, really good. And I was really enjoying it. There was a lot of, there was like a big budget put into it. Yeah. And then Fox murdered it. Like they do. Exactly. Like they do. They're the evil. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, okay. Something that was canceled before its time, arguably, and was a huge hit now uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Which is coming back. Which is coming yeah. back. That's right. Yeah. And they pretty much have the entire original cast coming back, well, the ones that are still around. Yeah, which is good. And it's kind of weird. I always see a, a the guy who played uh, Agent Cooper. He's been on Shield. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's Kyle the best. Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin's oh, the best. A, oh yeah, he's hilarious. On Portlandia, oh, I know, yeah. right? He's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't the know mayor what... of Portland. Yeah. Did you ever see the one where his parents cut him off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Completely fun Portland. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, that's great. You're not getting this bridge now. Yeah. <laughs> you could argue the original Star Trek. That's, yeah, that's actually one I had written down here because it was supposed to be a, a five-year five mission. A five-year mission yeah. that was canceled three years in. And there was almost a, a Star Trek Phase 2. Yeah. That didn't quite make it. I read about, about that the other day. That's uh, what the movie turned into, the motion picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was originally supposed to be like the two-hour pilot for the phase two, and and then it just kind of fizzled out. Well, the motion Star Trek the motion picture was two hours of boring. <laughs> oh, that, we're talking about the original the original, original movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. that that and uh, Paramount was starting their own TV channel, and it was going to have the Star Trek on it, and then the deal with the TV station kind of fell through. It later became UPN. Right. But that's beside the point. This fell through for the time being, and we lost. Star Trek Phase Two. Yeah, but then we got Next Gen. So. Yeah, which is arguably the best, in my opinion. Arguably, arguably. I, so, <laughs> I like both. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't think I can pick. See, I don't. I could honestly say that I, outside of Enterprise, because that was crap. Oh, I, I was going to make a joke about how Enterprise is my favorite, <laughs> bar none. I was going to make the joke, but, but okay. the the other series I've really liked. Like I really really liked Voyager. D Space Nine was pretty good. D Space Nine was good. I mean, it completely changed the format. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. And uh, it got really good near the end. Yeah. And then Enterprise had great actors, but terrible writing. 
And what is Star Trek with bad writing? It's nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some doofuses in space. <laughs> space doofuses. Another one that was canceled and actually made a, a resurgence of uh, Veronica Mars. You know, they had that. They, yeah, the whole crowdfunding thing, and they got a movie. They got a yes. movie, which I heard was not very good. I don't oh. know. I don't know. I mean, everyone I, I heard watched it, so they liked it. I never got into Veronica Mars, so I really don't know. Yes, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to count Arrested Development as canceled before its time? Yes. And then Netflix finished it out? Uh, not finished out. They're, they have oh, a fifth yeah, season they... coming. Do they? Mm-hmm. They do. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like done done. Nope. nope. Huh. Nope. It, Arrested Development is one of those shows where they canceled it and they were given enough time to wrap it up. So it doesn't feel like a cancellation. Yeah. But they I, they made jokes during the season about you know how it was originally like you know 22 episodes it was cut down to 13 because he because there's a scene with uh michael talking on the phone about you know you ordered 13 houses or tw- 22 houses now you're limiting our you know our, our order down to 13 what are we supposed to do with that <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah they're not bitter not at all, yeah. not at all. Yeah. <laughs> the the clerks animated series was oh, yeah. uh, canceled way before its time i didn't, oh, didn't yeah. even know that existed until you showed me yeah it oh was, yeah i watched it. it it was weird it was on abc for two episodes yeah <laughs> which they played in the wrong order yeah wasn't the first one the, like a flashback episode? Yeah, like a fake flashback. Yeah, episode? A, a fake flashback episode that called back to the original <laughs> first episode. But apparently, ABC's just like this one tested better, so we're gonna play this one. Oh, so man. it was they doomed it from the start. Yeah, and it's honestly because you can buy the rest of the episodes on mm. DVD. There's only like six, six of them or something like that. Yeah, it's. It's one of my favorite animated shows of all time, and in way ahead of its time. Yeah, it beat Family Guy to half the things that Family oh, yeah, Guy so did. It came out like how many years later? Just a couple years later, honestly. Yeah, I do remember that. I mostly remember watching Jan Silent Bob. Like, no, no, it was Dante and Randall uh, scaling the side of an L-shaped building. Yeah, do the uh, original Bat Batman sixty six thing, and then yeah, why are we walking like this? And the camera pans out, and they're like, they're they're not going up; they're just sideways. Yeah. <laughs> and the the other episode was my favorite one with that court case that turns into like fake anime insanity at the end. Where it's oh like, yeah. Oh, who is driving? Oh my God, Bear is driving. How can this be? <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys ever watch Dead Like Me? Yes. Where like people are like are like Grim Reapers, yes. the no. girl killed by a Russian space toilet. You've yeah. seen my mom watch episodes of it. But my mom likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my sister uh, really liked it when it first came out. I, I remember watching the pilot and thinking this was this is a good show, and then never went back to it, which I think is what dooms a lot of these shows. Is that yeah, you watch the first ep- people go, oh, this first episode's great, and then you know you get busy and kind of forget about it. Yeah, that happens to me a lot, even on shows I really like. Oh sure, same here. It's just so much. Yeah, yeah I, there is a lot yeah, right there's now. A, there's a lot of good TV, yeah. like seriously, mm. a lot. Like I feel like, like I really like Constantine, and I really hope the rumors are true that it might continue just on a different network. Yeah, I heard it's going to go to uh, Sci-Fi. Maybe, maybe, uh, and be called Hellblazer. You know what? I think we're going to as as we move further into you know the digital age and everything. I think we're going to see less and less shows that don't get their full run because of things like Netflix, where it's proven that if a show isn't testing quite as well on network, they'll sell it to Netflix and put the whole second season out in one big chunk and everyone will love it. Or like <laughs> or like community going to Yahoo. Yeah. Well, 
we'll see how that works because this is true because like a third of the cast is coming back and i didn't realize yahoo had their own separate streaming service until and it's free see i don't know anything about yahoo video or yahoo screen that it exists i don't even know what it's called yeah, I, I, I heard about it when the community was coming out, and I looked it up. I was like, it's like, I wonder how much this costs. I'm like, it's free. He goes, what? <laughs> I, I was, wouldn't know how to find it if I went to Yahoo. Huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> This is true. Yahoo's very confusing. Did you know that Shaw Factory has a streaming service? I did. They just started it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good what stuff on there. Shaw yeah. Factory has a bunch of like home movies and... The show home movies. Oh, yeah. oh, which is, another, which is another one that was canceled before its time, definitely. Oh yeah, because it had a it had a H. John Benjamin as the soccer coach. Yeah, Coach, coach Begurk. Yeah. <laughs> I, they yeah. They, they, I saw they like started up with like thirty episodes, and they're slowly. That's why as, I got off of Netflix. Yeah, yeah. As sl- as different streaming services are slowly getting mm-hmm. losing their their licensing for their. Yeah, yeah, the, that's, yeah. That's cool. That's really good. And it's free. For now, there's some uh, Gary Anderson puppy, 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 puppet <laughs> stuff. Puppy stuff. Puppy stuff. No puppet stuff on there, like not Thunderbird, not Thunderbirds, but something close. Joe ninety, is Joe ninety on there? I don't know. I don't oh think that's God. what it is. Scarlet? It's not Captain Scarlet oh, either. I hope it's Joe ninety. Do you know who Joe ninety is? Uh uh-uh. It was a terrible. It was like the bad one that he did. It's about a. It's about a kid who put on a pair of glasses that temporarily for 90 seconds gave him any kind of knowledge that he needed to do like a thing and the first episode ends with him flying a plane and then crashing it and dying <laughs> and the second episode show uh, it turns out that it was a um, simulation to prove why the, the joe 90 project shouldn't work because he would end up dying in a car in a plane crash <laughs> and they went ahead and did the exact same episode again and only at the end of the second one he didn't die in a plane crash <laughs> It was a it was a bad one. Joe ninety was awful, but I everyone should see it. It reminds me of that weird that weird secondary power from from Meteor Man, where you just touch oh, a yeah, book, touch a book for sixty seconds, and you and it? you have all the information in the book. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a weird it's a weird movie, but it's a good movie. It's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, can you guys think of any more you know canceled before their time stuff before we move on to the next? Ooh, uh, ooh um, Young Justice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Justice. That's a good one. That hurt my heart. It did. It was. <laughs> it was so good. That season was getting really good. I know. I and the uh, and the Bruce Tim uh, CG Green Lantern series. Beware. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Beware of the Batman. No, that wasn't Bruce Tim. I mean, he probably produced it, but it, it was wasn't like in his style, kind of. But yeah, not the Green really. Lantern, the Green Lantern one was definitely in his style. Oh yeah. yeah, I was really like it, and they were really building up to some good stuff, yeah. like bringing in the whole Green Lantern and Color War thing, but. Mm-hmm. It because toys didn't test well. Cartoon Network doesn't know how to handle their superhero shows. They don't. Which is which is crazy. The fact they have all these other shows, they're run, they're running just fine. There should be a separate DC cart superhero cartoon channel. Yeah. Or streaming channel or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, a streaming channel would be great. Because yeah. like with like D, DC is releasing animated films all the time, mm-hmm. and they're generally pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But like, oh man! But yeah, Young Justice is the one that really, really hurts. Yeah. And everyone talking about like, why'd you bring back the Teen Titans? Why couldn't we just had Young Justice? Because I don't, I, I personally do not like Teen Titans Go. Yeah, I've, I've heard that it's not very good. It's, it's like the super. Rem, remember the original Teen Titans where they'd have episodes that were super serious, and then they'd have one where it's like all chibi, pseudo anime style, and everyone's like goofy and bonking yeah. each other on the head. Well, it's a half hour of that. Ugh. 
Every episode. Every episode. Uh, They're like little kids. They had like one episode where they kind of um, it's it's a recent one actually. It's called Getting Serious, and Aqualad from Young Justice shows up, and he's drawn like. (laughs) Like 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 Young Justice, or as close and, as they can get. Yeah, to and it. he's yeah. making fun of them. He's like, it's like it's not about eating pies and blah blah blah. It's about saving people and da da da. You need to get more serious. And so they get like, so they get serious, and they're like, almost like Dragon Ball power up, and they kind of like buff out and stuff, and get really <laughs> square jaws. He goes, getting serious. Yeah. It's oh god, but the Aqualad was a nice touch. Yeah, although that, although Teen Titans Go did give us Batman riffing on guitar, this is true. Which is pretty rad. <laughs> he, he, he like smiling and like, it's great. It's pretty great. The but faux anime look of Teen Titans uh, always has turned me always, off. Yeah. like I, I don't, like I, I loved the original series. I really liked it when it was serious. Yeah, when it was serious. Um, but yeah, Teen Titans Go. I just I just don't. I don't, and I don't understand why it's still. Well, I do understand why it's still going, but it's meh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we gotta get off this topic because we have we have something uh, we've been dancing around. We don't really want to talk about it, but we probably should uh, because it's important. Who wants to talk about Ghostbusters, you guys? Because we have about ten minutes of the show left, so let's uh, let's complain about Ghostbusters. Let's complain about Ghostbusters for about ten minutes. So, yeah. yeah. You mean the two Ghostbusters yeah, films? Yeah. Because there's Ghost two. Core. <laughs> That's what they're calling it. Did you did you know hear that? Oh god. Yeah, Ghostbusters Ghost Core. Well, that it's is... no, it's the name of the production company. Oh, it, oh, that's the production company. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're they yeah they so set explain up. Explain to listeners what we're talking about because we could just go, oh, this is terrible, but they wouldn't know what we're talking about. There are two Ghostbuster films coming out. One with Dan Aykroyd working on it and getting Channing Tatum stuff like that. That is being made by a production company called Ghost Core. And then you have the Ghostbusters all female led. Reboot from Paul Feig with Paul Feig, and basically the all male one was Dan Aykroyd going, "I don't like this idea, so I'm gonna use my name and my money and clout, and we're gonna do this." Uh, what'd you call it that one day? Uh, uh, the the He Man Woman Haters Ghostbusters. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna be Girlbusters versus Guybusters. Pretty much. I, I wish I could spit acid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on elaborate, Dan, on elaborate, Dan, on. on Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Elaborate. Oh, he makes me so mad. It took thirty years to get female Ghostbusters, and it took six weeks since you know they announced the cast of the females to get guys. Like now, now I will say this is all. A lot of this is rumor. This is nothing true. has been set okay. in stone for this one yet. So it's, uh, all, all it's going to take is someone from Sony going. You know. Having conflicting Ghostbuster movies yeah, in it's both in the same idea. house, it's stupid. Is, is dumb. Like I can understand maybe like waiting a few years afterwards, maybe if you have to. But yeah, but see just, exactly that. Even that, that talking about it or make. bringing it up is just completely taking away the thunder. Yeah, bringing it up now is is a bad move. Yeah, like like you said, and that's a way I, I've kind of thought too. Make make the make one Ghostbuster movie, wait a year or two. Make the other Ghostbuster movie and and you know see how see how they do and yes. go from there. Yeah, announce your second Ghostbuster Just movie the weekend when the first one is number one at the box office and you made a gajillion dollars. Exactly, exactly. And, <laughs> and, and, and I mean, we've talked about this before. We've talked about this on and off air. I'm one of the people that say it shouldn't be remade in the first place. But and I agree. If you're going to commit to one version of Ghostbusters to do a reboot, commit to it. 
Don't don't undercut one movie by having another movie. And you know what this comes down to? And it's been this has been rattling around in my brain for a while too. And you know, I'll I'm sorry I'm interrupting because once once I get this off my chest, I'll we'll we'll move on. With the whole um, SNL 40th anniversary came yep. out. Yep. Uh, a lot of they, there was a little bit of backlash because they made such a big deal about John Belushi, which hilarious guy, really funny, noted quite a bit for at the time having the opinion that women are not funny yeah. that women should not be in comedy that that only men can be funny True. and because Dan and it's been kind of rattling around in my head that you know Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were like they they were like brothers they were you know they came up in Second City together they came up in SNL together they did a bunch of movies together they were, they were like friends off and on screen yeah. they were like they were like brothers yeah. they're like so blues would, brothers yes. well yeah, the, <laughs> yes blues brothers yes perfect perfect but anyway, um, it would not be much of a stretch to to assume that Dan Aykroyd, whether consciously or subconsciously, has some of those same ideas. It wouldn't surprise me. And that's what this all is coming down to, and I think that is absolutely wrong. Mm-hmm. It was wrong, you know, 30, 30, 40 years ago when the idea was first floated, and it's wrong now. True. I would even be okay with, like, a co-ed Ghostbusters guy. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, why not have both? Like, that. Then I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd be okay. It's cool. Yeah, because yeah, now it's a thing. Now it's the like, the girl Ghostbusters the, and the guy. Which one's the, the real one? one? Is because it's this one has time girl one. Yeah, like it's because this one has Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman involved. Does that make it the real Ghostbusters movie? I don't know. Now maybe this is a movie version of the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters. I just had that. I was, thought. I was wondering when we were going to get to that because you kept saying real Ghostbusters, and I'm like, there's no Slimer in. Uh, and in, in, uh, Vinkman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Channing Tatum is a sucky choice for a Ghostbuster. I've also heard that they've rattled around Chris Pratt. Pratt. Of course. Of course. Of course. Because he's Pratt and everything. Yeah. Pratt all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in your Jurassic Parks, and then he might be in your Indiana Joneses. Yeah. He's already in your Marvelverse. Well, yeah. like, how many of the original Ghostbusters were conventionally attractive men? Zero. None of them. <laughs> Maybe Ernie Hudson. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> zero. Yeah. It's, Absolutely it's, zero. Yeah, it's not what it's. No, it's, it's not, about writing yeah, and being funny. Yeah, it's not about Magic Mike fighting ghosts. <laughs> like, like seriously. Guy don't cross the streams. Oh, perfect. Well, it all comes down to them wanting to turn it into a cinematic universe thing like Marvel. They want to do Ghostbusters universe. And you know what? If they want to do that, make the we- the, the female Ghostbusters movie, commit to that one, then put out their second one. You don't... I don't know why so... Is it is it Sony? Is it Sony? Yeah, it's Sony. I don't know why Sony would agree to this. No, it seems like a horrible idea just business-wise. Yeah. It's, it's, you know. I don't know. I don't understand. I'm kind of curious to see what Bill Murray's opinion on this would be. Uh, he doesn't, he won't care. I would like to see him cameo in the female Ghostbusters and not in the male. And be like, aha. If he was, was going to cameo, I bet he would. Yeah. He, yeah, he would do that one before. He, do, he definitely does seem a little more socially conscious, I guess would be the, the yeah. phrase, uh, yeah. when it comes to things. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he's Bill Murray. Yeah. And anytime we ever see him, no one will ever believe this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm in the same school of I feel Ghostbusters should never been touched at all. And Le- I mean, I'm not saying that it was it, Ghostbusters is the end all be all to comedy, but I'm no, saying no. no matter what no matter what the movie is, uh whatever what the re- remake is, it's ultimately going to be compared to the original 
and it's it's kind of an unfair comparison, but it's going to happen, and that's oh, kind of yeah. why I don't. And that's what. But, but again, if it's I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. No. But again, if you're if you're going to commit to one version of the movie, you need to commit to it a hundred percent. You don't need to split it. Yeah, I mean they've they've already already announced so much information about the all female one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's this this. It's like almost like a scramble. It's like, but wait, but wait, there's more. <laughs> we have something for you, MRAs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's this it sounds an awful lot like Dan Aykroyd scrambling for relevance. Yeah. Which we've talked about that. We've talked about too. that too, yeah. I don't think there's enough material in the Ghostbusters canon for it to be a cinematic universe. No. Like you can't come out with two movies a year about people fighting ghosts. Busting ghosts, no matter how good it makes you feel. You can barely come out with one movie yeah. about busting ghosts. They couldn't do it back then. <laughs> they had to do the whole slime thing and the magic painting and, and the yeah. Statue of Liberty. And... I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the second one, but the first one is like just far superior to yeah. like everything. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, they already tried to do Ghostbusters again, and we got Ghostbusters 2, and it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> but still good. Just not as good. Now, do you suppose that they're going to? This is a the Channing Tatum version is going to be the uh, original Ghostbusters about the um, the two schlubs and the talking monkey. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we should calm down. Maybe that's all it is, and it doesn't. So Channing Tatum is going to be the talking monkey. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, I might be able to get behind that. <laughs> I just hope it falls through or something. I think it will. Yeah, it's all. It's all. It's going to take is one executive to to kind of. You know, look up from their their uh, panic attack that they're having about Spider Man and go, "This is a terrible idea. Why did we agree to this? To two Ghostbuster movies? Let's cancel the the crap one and have the women have their shot." Oh yeah, because I think because with the casting, I think it's going to be a great movie. It yeah. has potential. It, it has really it has, has the, the potential. potential. And I mean, it has the it has the right director for it. It has the right writers for it. it has the right cast for it. You know. In my opinion, that would be that would be of these two the true Ghostbusters film. It would yeah. be the one that would succeed. It'd be the the spiritual successor. Yeah, it's, because it, it's the one that's different enough to keep you from thinking about the original the whole time. Yes, <laughs> ex- yeah, totally, totally. I mean, and besides, if somebody asks if you're a goddess, you say yes. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that pretty well wraps us up for the week. Uh, you've been again. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us just about every. Uh, I, I'll say every, at least a couple times a week over at nerdoverload.com. It's been kind of a rough couple of pa- weeks for us, but we're we're getting back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you also go on uh, Facebook, facebook.com/slash/nerdoverload website. See, we got a uh, nerd underscore overload at Twitter. Yep, that's right. Feel free to send us any sort of messages or emails or which you can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com oh, also yeah, we always forget that one that's <laughs> always the one we forget if, if you got something you want us to talk about on the show want to say hi want us to read your letter on the air send us something yeah we will definitely do that unless it's full swears yes, yes. So don't, yes. don't do that yeah, yeah. Please, don't. Please, please no that is the opposite of what we want you to do <laughs> all right well hey uh, again thanks for listening and uh see y'all next week thanks This show has been brought to you by IDE Computers.